This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch dice today. Welcome back to Dumb Scum and Villainy, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover artists and improvisers explore the underworld of this Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game. I'm your host, Bloto the Toydarian. This series features our game master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Abraxas Brash Core, Tyler Hewitt as Vic Denbar, Guy Bradford as Engage 311, and Adam McNamara as the forgetful psychopath Waka Waka Fanzi. The gang's ship, the wee baby Seamus, is crashed into the planet. Brass steered the ship to crash into the enemy forces to make an ally of two two-cups. Serpentos told the crew Engage had killed the hackers. Vic saved Brash and discovered he was Force-sensitive, and Engage and Waka are hurtling towards each other, determined only one can survive. There, you're caught up. So get out of my shop or spend money. No credits, only money. Vic, growing up, you'd always been told that you were a very special boy. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> your your parents uh, always told you, uh, no matter what the circumstance, no matter how badly you fucked something up, that you were a very special boy. Uh, you know, failed at school. That's just because the school is its just a weird school. What's wrong with this school? The school just doesn't work. Uh, you know, crashed your first uh, airspeeder. It's fine. They shouldn't have put all those buildings in the way. That's on them. If they were smart, they would have built those buildings around where you wanted to go. Um, and uh, so as you grew up, you just kind of knew at, at your very in your very core uh, that you're a very special boy. And so, as the wee baby Seamus uh, burns in wreckage behind you, uh, and you look at your friends who you didn't actively grab, you realize that, yeah, you truly are a special boy. You're one of those Jetty people everyone talks about. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then you hear a voice in your head go, Uh, hey, sorry about that, um... My guy was kind of unconscious, so I lent some of my power to you, apprentice. You are not in any way a special boy. Well, I, Man. Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know if we've properly been introduced. I live in this lightsaber. Yeah, no, you're the voice of the laser sword. Yeah, that's me. <clears throat> so, listen, it seemed like we were all going to die, and I... Look, I gotta tell you, as an apprentice of the Sith, you will probably need to try and kill him at some point. Darth Jedi must fall so that Darth Joey may rise. Um, but I didn't want to be incinerated, so, so kind of let you here? some power. You, you live in the laser sword? Yes. My soul is bound to this evil artifact. So it's, it's hold on a second. It's an evil artifact. <laughs> Look, I I'm just saying that's what people call it. I I just called it my backup lightsaber back in the day, but you know, you know how the media is galactic media always spinning lies about dark emperors. I I guess that's true. Uh, all right. So what do, what do we do now? Well. I mean, it would seem that your master is unconscious. Perhaps either wake him up or strike him down, although I don't really think you're ready for that. <laughs> I mean, I can be convinced. Cool. Um, well, I guess you I'm just have to... Yeah, this is weird. Oh. Okay, sorry, I'm a little bit rusty. Yeah, I must admit, even in life, most of my friends were just spooky characters in red robes who just hang out near me. Do you talk to Brash a lot? Yes, we get on quite well. Has he told you that your voice, like being in 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 the head, uh, is extremely grating? Can is there anything you can do about that? Can you take like a lozenge or? I don't no. Know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there are no lozenges in the Sith. That's, it sounds like it sucks. It's Man. not the best. I'm looking down at this guy who's supposed to be my master. Which I mean, I don't know how that happened. I don't. There was no vetting process. I didn't get to. I wasn't involved in all in this Destiny decision-making process. Destiny picked you, non-special boy. Okay, you got to stop saying that because that is starting to upset me a little bit, if I'm being honest. Good. Use that anger. Uh, 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 all right. And I throw the lightsaber. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just hawk it into the woods. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. So <clears throat> with that, um, you you kind of look down at your companions. So the good news is uh, almost everyone got off off the ship in time. You've got uh, with you uh, Nyx. You've got uh, the Trojan um, Gronk uh, with Sterling inside. Um, you've got um, Gungan Ramsey. Uh, and of course, you've got uh, your your bestest bud, sort of not really vague enemy, um, Brash. But Vic, you realize that uh, one person that you've come to rely on quite a bit did not make it off the ship, because you know your hands now that they're empty of a lightsaber you threw into the bushes are it's instinctively are, yeah that drink yeah there's no Dagobah mudslide at hand. Uh, where's Dibs? Where's Dibs? <laughs> I say out loud. I was like looking around like, uh, I won't actually ask at first. I'll just say, Dibs? Dib- Where's Dibs? <laughs> and then you hear a very sad, sweep, sweep. Um, and you look to uh, the wreckage. And with his one remaining arm, uh, you see Sweep Sweep dragging dibs uh, out of the fire. They've had a really complex relationship off screen this whole time that really no one, no one's talked about. Um, so uh, sweep, sweep pulls one more time and then just kind of, you see him collapse and the, uh, the light goes out in his eyes and um, you see the, uh, the, 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 the charred husk of, of dibs. Um, so uh, I feel like you've seen some, you, you've probably broken enough robots in your time to know that, uh, if you can dig the central processor out of these guys, you could probably plug it into something else later. But uh, both of these robot bodies are are toast. Okay, uh, metal toast. I'll, uh, yeah. Also, we're in a war zone. <laughs> yes, yeah. there is still a war going on. But also, this is Vic. I feel oh, like, like it's this very is very like vision. Yeah, <laughs> this is. Yeah, we're we're in the middle of a a, a fight like guerrilla warfare, and I'm I'm leaning over my two comrades, being like. Dibs, and uh, the sweeping one, come on, come on, wake up. And I'm like, I try and pry open their charred chassis to get at the uh, the processors. Um, cool, yeah. So um, I'll let you do that without rolling because I think it's easy enough. Um, so you you rip open their uh, little tiny robot bodies and pull out the processors. Um, when you reach into a pile of circuit boards that used to be your best friend's face, you'll know what to do. Um <laughs> So you grab their, their CPUs, and then slowly the, the sounds of the action around you begin to kind of come back in um, in stark reality. You see um, Sterling still kind of wearing a Gronk droid body, trying to, like, shake Brash awake. Um, and uh, Gungan Ramsey just has a knife in each hand, and he's, like, trying to cover everyone. Admittedly, no one's actively attacking you uh, right now. They're... The assault on uh, Gungan, on uh, sorry, Tutu Cups's like Scarface Villa, is uh, is fully underway and, and distracting most people. But um, yeah, what do you do? I'll um, I'll go over to the group uh, and say, "All right, my second in command is out of commission here. Nix, you're being promoted, field promotion. Can you handle it?" Uh, yeah, I think so. What, is, what does it entail? Uh, it entails reminding me what we were doing here. Uh, it was a diamond heist, right? We were, we were trying to get the diamonds. Yes, that, that sounds right to me. Uh, if it will spur you to action, yes. The diamonds are inside that mansion. Excellent. 
you two, and I gesture to um, uh, Gungan Ramsey and uh, Sterling and say, I, say up- I think you're just think Sterling's a Gronk droid. I don't, did I tell him? I don't think I did. <laughs> I feel like, well, so we clarified that Sterling has to be like, crouched over when he's in Gronk mode. Mm. So he may he be standing. Fully standing. It, it, so there's just like an embarrassing amount of, uh, you know, boxer brief out and then legs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And arms. Like he, Rash just is fully- asleep, but he'd be very displeased. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll gesture to them and say, you two, pick up Rash, try to get him awake, but we got to get out of here. We got to get to those diamonds. Clock is ticking, I think. And Ster- Sterling just goes, um, fucking Gronk, I suppose. Gronk. spirit. Everyone can learn a lesson or two from this Gronk droid. <laughs> um, Gungan Ramsey's like, bloody hell, suppose we're just doing this now. Um, and the two of them uh, start to get brash up on his feet. Meanwhile, uh, Serpentos, Ultra Magnus, you have been, uh, the last thing you remember is, is seeing your hated pseudo-dad, Engage 311, flying through the air at you, uh, and then there was a massive explosion. Oh, no. Um you uh, you come to uh, being kind of dragged um, away from uh, sort of into the the woods. The woods are on fire now, by the way, because of uh, Engage's uh, re-entry vector. Right. Um, <clears throat> so you're dragged into the. You, you wake up kind of uh, a little bit away from uh, the wreckage of the ship um, and from uh, the the mansion. And as you kind of come to, you get all of, like the uh, Iron Man heads up display bullshit that's kind of like coming back online. Um, and, um, uh, Shatterstar is, uh, sort of standing over you and like her face is just completely like blast scarred. And, oh, no. um, uh, she just kind of shakes you awake. She's like slapping the helmet. Um, and, uh, she's just <laughs> and like, it's just like, dunk, dunk. It's just yeah. kind of like tipping to each side. Yeah. Yeah. She like keeps hitting the spiky bits and be like, ow, ow, ow. Fuck. You're not even wearing it. She's just holding it up and be like, wake up, <laughs> wake up. Yeah, she's doing that the the Boba like baby Boba Fett thing where she's just like nudging her head against a helmet. Um, so yeah, uh, you you kind of come to and she's like, "Oh, thank the gods!" Um, listen, we're we're in bad shape here. Uh, and then she looks at like the charred remains of her arm. She's like, uh, "Yeah, things didn't exactly go according to plan uh, on the ship, but I, I think you got them. I, I didn't see that that robot you're trying to kill uh, escape." But listen, you still got to hold up your end of the bargain. Uh, this is twice I've saved your ass. You got to help me kill my sister, or uh, next time you're unconscious, I'll just stab you in your sleep or something. I assume it's going to happen again. So wake up. We got work to do. <laughs> All in good time, Shatterstar. But first, in order for me to seek your vengeance, I need to seek my vengeance. We need to split up. I want you to find N-Gage 311 and bring me his head. Keep it nice and safe, because I need it for my secret plan. (laughs) (laughs) And while you do that, I'm going to go find the others and find my precious lightsaber. For Serpentos Ultra Magnus seeks and finds. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, uh, um, I have a weird question for you, but considering we may all end up fighting each other, we might need to know where are we all at in terms of wounds and strain? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't nine uh, engage got fucked. <laughs> like, he, he we, might did. To, we might cut to engage. Who knows? But I just want to ask for those of us who we know what has happened to. Well, 
I, I sincerely hope you've marked anything I've told you you've taken down somewhere because I certainly have not. I I've been too busy building a, an epic space opera for you all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at fine, perfect health fine. right now. Like I, I have 12. I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah. So I thought we might need to update. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Serpentos, uh, I'm going to deal you uh, five damage, please. Oh, jeez. Um, from your from your ordeal of the exploding wee baby Seamus. Yeah, I've got three damage marked down on Brash. Great. Yeah, the last place I the last thing I remember I I had seven health and five strain, but that might have been reduced a bit more, especially after this bullshit. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna bump your seven up to ten, there, guy. My health is up to ten. Uh, no, sorry, you're you're you you, you take seven, seven damage or seven damage. left. I, it, I just remember writing seven health, so I think it was seven left. Oh, okay, great. So drop that down to four, please. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, you didn't heal <laughs> by by blowing up the ship uh, with your body oh. as a projectile. Uh, I know that's that's how most video games work, but uh, also sadly. Also, uh, 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 tweak my memory for a second. I, I, I pulled out my little... When I, when I darted at him, did I pull out my little... Um, my little laser sword? No, you rocket punched. You, I don't think That's you have a laser right. sword. That's <laughs> right. I was also in the ship shooting like the ship weapons at you. Yeah, Guys. we'll get there. It's okay. I just wanted to check the wounds and we'll hand this back to Tom for narrative purposes. We do not need to debate where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So Serpentos, having uh, sworn vengeance um, through both the, the seeking and the finding, um, you uh, set off in search of the main party and um, Shatterstar, like looking increasingly incredulous that she's ever going to get this sweet, sweet revenge she wants, um, starts making her way back towards the wreckage of the ship. Meanwhile, uh, Engage, um, your systems are slowly coming back online and you can see, yeah, I mean, the good thing is you can see. So like that's already like, that's, take take one win for, for old Engage. Um and then uh, you see uh, your arms, and that's pretty good, and your legs, and that that's all right. Uh, and then you realize that none of them are where they're supposed to be. And uh, even though you're back online, uh, you realize that you are in pieces. And then the windows start up from like 98. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I hope he's dead. Okay, time to get my uh, pieces and put them back together. Well, wait a tick. How am I going to pull this off? And then in the little slits where my mouth should be, a little tongue comes out, and I use it to, like, latch onto the ground and pull me forward, and I keep on going until I get to my arm, and I, and I, I, I kind of twist my little torso so the magnetic uh, uh, loop or hoop... Uh, just attaches to it, and, and then I just crawl around until all of my pieces are back together. Excellent. Is it? Is this kind of like that? Uh, remember that His one entire body one? is magnets. <laughs> remember that one commercial only in the about, joints? Only in the joints. You know that was like the like robot that lived in Planet Danger, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can, can put, put my arm back. Yeah, you is cannot. It, is it that? Is it like Planet Danger tech? Is that uh, Canadian uh, childhood PSA <laughs> ad tech? Oh yes, yes, Play yes, safe. yes, yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. as we know, uh, uh, even though it doesn't work chronologically, C three PO is based on Astar the robot. Yes, that's his name. Star. Astar. I am Astar, a robot. 
from the planet. Uh, okay, well, let's make sure all these digits work. And uh, he just gives a middle finger on each hand. <laughs> yep, okay. <laughs> ah, now, where's that little bastard? I'm gonna take his eyes out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna grind them in this little mouth I have. And then I'm gonna, <laughs> my gear intestines are gonna grind them up and I'm gonna shoot out pennies from my fanny. Engage uh, is really riffing here on this revenge kick. We, uh, really just kind of. I like that the pennies are unrelated. Like he's had the ability to just blast yeah. pennies out his ass all along. No, I thought, uh, yes, they're, unre- <laughs> they're unrelated pennies. <laughs> I keep, I keep, I'll keep his uh, organic eyes in my system, but I'll shoot out symbolic pennies from a little coin <laughs> slot. Now, uh, Guy, are these pennies the the stretched ones you'd get at, like, some kind of landmark uh, that have, like, a weird logo of, like, a train or something on them? Pretty much, but even more warped, like, you actually put them on the train tracks. Okay, So great. you're just, it's all the Palpatots coins that you're just spraying out in, like, a... <laughs> bent, flattened form. In a completely exactly. non, non-useful non or monetizable way. All right, I like this. Um, okay, so we, we briefly smash cut back um, 50 years ago to a uh, design meeting um, where uh, there's um, like a, a Wookiee and um, uh, like a couple of humans just standing there sipping calf out of uh, calf mugs. Star Wars terms, uh, and uh, they they're looking down at the uh, the design schematics uh, for the uh, the gauge unit, and one of them's like, "Do you really think these robots are going to need tongues?" And the Wookiee's just like, <laughs> "Like, all right, well, you heard Gary. Um, I guess does Gary guess have a hammer a- lodged in his head? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just a Wookiee. He's just a Wookiee." That's what they sound like. Uh, and with that, um, Gary's gift, uh, the robot tongue was invented. Uh, the patent was lost two years later. Um, anyway, so, uh, okay. So, Engage, you uh, you find your way to um, the uh, the main party. Uh, happily, you arrive before Serpentos and um, to uh, the site of um, Brash just sort of uh, coming to. Brash, you awake to the flaming wreckage of the, the, the wee baby Seamus. Um, some talk of diamond heists uh, and Engage, who looks like his arms might be on the wrong way, but you're definitely not going to tell him because he seems to be real confident in it. Okay, and then I reach for my lightsaber uh, and I I don't find it. And that immediately leads to panic that he's going to have to hide because now he thinks he can die, whereas maybe he couldn't die when he had the lightsaber. And he's like, hey, so has anybody seen Shirley's latest a cylinder that's about... Oh. I hate being unconscious. Okay, a cylinder is maybe a foot or so long, speaks in an evil uh, British dialect. Oh, man, yes. Yes, I have. I got rid of that thing. It was nasty and mean. What do you say got rid of? What do you mean by that? I mean, I threw it in the woods. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be back in just a moment. Uh, and Brash just heist. turns and walks into the woods <laughs> to go find his lightsaber. Um, so Brash, uh, you enter the woods, uh, the woods are still burning. And again, for, for the sake of us tracking this, there is still a hundred percent of war zone happening, uh, in and around you. Um, let me see what you can use to try and find this lightsaber. Um, the force. I was going to say the force. <laughs> like a force metal detector. Um, Ryan, can you roll me a, we'll just go with straight perception. 
So perception cunning, difficulty two. I'll give you a boost dice for the force. Dope. Being awakened and such. Uh, I would like. Do we have any destiny points, Tom? Oh, I haven't rolled those for you yet. Um, okay, give me one moment. It's a it's a new session, dear listener or viewer. So we get to roll destiny points again. All right. Um, so there are four light side points and two dark side points. So you have four. I have two. Great. And we only are allowed to use one per thing, right? Because that's prevented us from becoming monsters. That is correct. Great. I, don't know I, if, will I would use say one. it's been prevented us. <laughs> it's limited our monstrosity. That is two failures and one advantage. <coughs> All right. Um, Yay! So as you uh, you you cast about for the lightsaber, reaching out with your feelings. Um, you all, all you can feel is like a glow coming off Vic and it seems like it's fading. Um, but, uh, with, with some degree of horror, you realize that he was like charged up by, by someone. Uh, I'm a, a firm, <laughs> this is such a stupid thing. Uh, I'm a firm believer in the, the idea that like Han Solo could be a Jedi if he just believed and like luck is his, the force. So I don't want to imply that like Palpatine's lightsaber magically jacked up Vic on like super juice. Uh, more so that it just amplified the, you know, in the classic apparent moving a car to save a kid kind of way, uh, amplified his his will to a point he was able to do it. But um, there is an afterglow there, uh, uh, Ryan, that suggests that um, he, he may be more powerful than Brash has considered. Um, but uh, so that distracts you a bit from from trying to find the lightsaber. Um, that is uh, until you hear the, uh, as the books always describe it, snap hiss of uh, the blade igniting, and uh, you find a red blade uh, at your throat, um, clutched in the trembling hand of uh, Shatterstar, who just says, Oh, hi, former boss. Really, uh, really turned Nyx away from the cause. That uh, That wasn't great, but... I'm sure Agrippa will uh, forgive all when I bring her your fucking head. You can call me Darth Mechanic. Because I'm well, a mechanic see, and a Sith Lord now. Got it. Here's, the, here's the interesting thing, Darth Mechanic. Every Sith Lord, from what I've learned, needs an apprentice. Clearly, you have the power now, but have you considered taking on someone who understands the true power you now wield? So I'll respect it. I'll never betray you, and I will protect you from anyone deadly who's coming your way. I can be a real... And he just, like, flips his top knot back over his shoulder, and he's like, friend to those in need. Uh, and I'd like to hit her with my full pheromones with this attempt at charm. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to give you difficulty of three, because she's pretty injured and also has clearly has a Sith Lord in her head now, and like not exactly in like a in the mood for for romance um and then uh i'll give you one blue for understanding the sith lore better than she does which actually kind of helps you sell this bullshit awesome uh and i will spend a, a destiny point as well because <laughs> brash is meant to have this Goddamn Sith power. <laughs> he will not let it go because then he could die. 
That is four successes and one threat. Uh, okay. Uh, it works very well. And she goes, yes, an apprentice. Darth Apprentice. You shall join me. And together we shall rule the galaxy. And as she's saying this, like she, like the lightsaber is like out to the side. And she's like grandly gesturing. Um, she's like, together we will rule the galaxy as mechanic and guy he, she used to work for. Um, what do you do? Are you trying to grab the saber or are you just going to like literally serve her as an apprentice? <laughs> I think I'm going to serve her in the short term. Because uh, then I can let her be in charge, and then I'll probably just shoot her <laughs> at some point. But right now, he's not ballsy enough to grab it because he knows the Emperor could probably read his mind because right. he's been in there. So we can't plan a betrayal other than generic betrayal. Cool. So um, she says, uh, come, Darth Apprentice, let us go find my sister in Agrippa's compound. Hey everybody, Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM, and I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're they're probably doing something horrible to me right now, but uh, I hope you're enjoying it, and uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out patreon.com slash dice where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us in our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us. And I will see you out there in the dumbverse. Uh, and she starts striding towards Tutu Cups' mansion. I mean, just, oh, okay. Yeah, we're doing it with the Tutu Cups thing. This makes a lot of sense, Ed Master. And then I bow and I don't like it, but I, I do it. Uh, and then I, I follow. She's like, you, you can... You could skip the bow thing. That that seems unnecessary. Uh, uh, my arm really hurts. What? What's that? Powers that some people would consider to be unnatural. Eternal life. <laughs> Immortal. Oh, wow. Okay, never mind. I'm not so pissed about the arm thing anymore. Apparently, I can get a robot one later. They just put it right on over this, and she holds up her, like, fucked up arm. She's like, oh, also, um, uh, you, you don't you don't care about the rest of the crew, right? You're, you're, you're good just letting them go? Well, I mean, I, I care about one of them a great deal. Uh, I'd really like to make sure that he's going to be okay. Uh, th thoughts on that? I mean, look, this place is a war zone. I just want to get inside Tutu Cups' place, grab those codes that you idiots were after, get a ship, and go fuck up Agrippa's place. But, I mean, I guess we could bring one more. Yes, I mean, the other thing is we also need the money that is stored inside of Engage to be able to get the information we want oh, from shit, all right. I, I was looking for that guy anyway. Um, uh, you know the guy who used to be Waka? He's like evil now, Serpentos? Yes. Well, I, vaguely. Yeah, all right. Anyway, he wants Engage's head, so I guess we should just go get that, and then we've got a bargaining chip if we meet Serpentos again, and then we just give Engage to the Gungan guy, and we can just go. Does that sound right? But I thought Serpentos was Walker's dad, and they were friends. I, honestly, it's I'm just a mechanic and a Sith Lord now, I suppose. Uh, I spend most of my time fixing a bike. I fixed that same bike about five times now. It's been my whole function on our entire adventure. And now it's my turn to shine. Me, fan-favorite character Shattersar. <laughs> <laughs> Is it... Wait, I'm remembering something from the cockpit of the ship. Didn't Engage kill all the hackers or something that Serpentos told me. 
Uh, all the hackers are dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I came into my dark power. That was me, actually. I did that. Um, I'm a Sith Lord now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you killed all the hackers. Yep, shot them all. Just shot them all on Serpentos' orders. Yep. On Serpentos' orders? This is yeah, very Back when I was an apprentice, yes. But now I am the master. All right, then. If you could just... Uh, le- the, the Engage is actually with the others. Right back over here. Oh, I'll good. follow. And we oh, can great. Go. Yeah, all right. Let's go. And she just starts marching that way. Great. I look I, as imperious as she can while like limping and in like totally torched uh, coveralls. I drop both guns and shoot her in the back. I can't let her near Nyx. <laughs> she, she'll kill him. She'll kill my Nyx. Um, so inside Charistar's head, uh, Palpatine's just like, this is going well, I think. You're doing quite well for, for a newbie. I'm really sorry you don't have any force sensitivity. That would be helpful. Because, you know, force sensitivity, it's good for, like, knowing if someone's going to shoot you. And, and then suddenly, like, she just takes the two shots to the back, um, slumps to her knees, and uh, collapses. And uh, just in, in the, the, the dead emptiness of her skull, Palpatine's like, hello? Oh. Hello? Oh, no. Did, uh, did we lose connection? Hello? Ah, crap. <laughs> uh, and then, Brash, you pick the lightsaber back up. Ryan just killed Adam's favorite NPC to protect his favorite NPC. <laughs> <laughs> there will be blood. <laughs> I, I can think of no more appropriate, uh, uh, you know, final act of this show than everyone murdering each other's NPCs to protect their NPCs. Um, I didn't want to do this, Shatterstar. I... Didn't want to have to strike down someone, but I did it for Nyx. And, I mean, really at my core, also power, let's not lie, but... Oh, my dude, you're in such good company. I knew this guy once, totally killed like all his Jedi friends for love. Like, it's great. It's a good... <laughs> you, you, it's, it's cool, man. You're, you're, you're just following the tradition. I mean, of she, the Skywalker! She did apparently sign on with... Someone who's just started murdering our crew at random. So I feel like there is a little bit of justice maybe at the core of this. Yeah, you'll never get a resolution to her side plot, though. That's a bummer. (laughs) I didn't know she had a side plot. These are the things you learn. It's just someone who's a little bit more focused on their journey. I don't know. I'm sure we'll bump into her sister or something. She kept talking about her. Uh, And then (laughs) sort of like walk back to the group. Great. So uh, you arrive back at the group, uh, lightsaber in hand, and uh, Darth Joey looks astonished that you managed to find it. Because if there's one thing Vic knew from growing up, if you throw something into the woods, you'll just never find it again. It's just gone. There's no way. How would you ever find something in the woods? That's insane. Nature's wastebasket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's why it comes from a trash planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, the crew is finally back together, uh, but you know that the lingering threat of Serpentos Ultra Magnus uh, looms large. So basically, <clears throat> if you'll recall, uh, Tutu Cups is under siege from a local garrison uh, as well as um, a, a pirate group uh, seemingly put together by Agrippa, uh, who's finally making her power play against him. With your ship gone, you will need a way off world. You also need to get the codes from Tutu Cups. Now, whether you do that with the money that you stole or by helping him or bringing him with you, completely up to you. Um, but what you know is that he is holed up in his mansion, uh, Scarface style, and is is doing a proper last stand. So it's kind of up to you how you want to proceed. However, I will warn you, Serpentos is coming for you. What do you do? So, friends, having come out of the woods, I do have the lightsaber again. Very good. Going to live forever. Darth Jedi for life. Um, here's the other thing. 
Serpentos has gone evil. Uh, he turned Shatterstar and murdered all of the hackers and apparently was looking to possibly murder and or abandon the rest of us. I don't believe he's dead until I see him dead. What happened with him? I know we're in a war. We also need to get to two two cups. Thoughts on either thing. Serpentos, two two cups. Engage. You're looking great. I feel like you made some bold choices with your overall design. Uh, and then I just step slightly more into the flickering firelight of the ship and I just say, it's time for us to figure out what we're going to do and what the hell is going on. Uh, I feel like Vic knows a fair bit about mansions and their layout. Uh, safe to say. Yeah. So, uh, Vic will propose to the team the most likely place for the diamonds to be kept. Because, and, and, the, and, and you know, we've got a, we got a Gronk droid, a jacked Gronk droid. Look at this guy. He's seven feet tall. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. Um, uh, Gronk, he says, like pouring a martini into the top of his uh, Gronk helmet. I like this guy. So, Vic, I, I have some inside information that may factor into our... Heist? I looked at Nix. Is the diamond heist? Is that what we're doing? Uh, yes, it's, three. you know, that classic diamond heist. Um, I, I got a field promotion, sir. Uh, I mean, no, he's sir, you're not. Anyway, and then he just like winks at you and says, yes, diamond heist. Wonderful. The diamonds are actually no longer in the vault. They're actually in a pouch being carried by two two cups. So we need to get ourselves to the gangster if we want to complete our heist to save your family. All right, well, then if Vic thinks about it, where would he suppose Tutu Cups would be in this mansion? Where would Vic hide in a mansion like this? Uh, definitely in your your massive, uh, like, office, Mr. Burns-style office up on okay. the, the, the second floor, uh, presumably with, like, a sick-ass balcony and, like, a giant wood table. And, like, basically, you're just imagining your, your father's study, and it was the room you weren't allowed yeah. in, so it's the coolest room it's you can think of. got to be where the diamonds are. Yeah, yeah totally. So my dad kept his diamonds. Well, some of them. He had a lot of diamonds. Um, and uh, so I, like Vic, like looks at the kind of somewhat on fire mansion um, and just picks up a stick, draws like a surprisingly accurate like diagram in the mud, being like, eh, he's probably going to be right there uh, in his main office, his study. It's where he probably spends most of his time neglecting his son or whatever. I don't know. I'm going on a tangent here, but that's probably where he is. All right, okay, so I'm, can... I'm going to track that map. Okay, I'm going to use my uh, hologram. And then I spray my hologram vision onto the mud. And I pull up a 3D projection of that really crude map. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm going to use this and put it in my HUD. So uh, now I got a HUD. So, Engage, could you lead the way there and try to bring us around the uh, active war zone battles that we don't actually want to be involved in? You know, normally I'd say no because I feel I've really achieved everything I've wanted to achieve outside of, you know, reaping vengeance. But I feel there's been a change in me and I've gone from my chaotic evil to, you know, a very kind and considerate lawful evil. So, yeah, I'll help you. <laughs> go, go, gadget skis. And then I hit my feet together, which are backwards. And the skis pop out. I'm like, yole, let's go, roll then, out. Uh, Nyx just very begrudgingly starts pushing Engage along the like, just In dirt and mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Engage, you just—I I feel like this is very much like a, um, 
like a Washington crossing the Delaware, just like in a very heroic pose as Nyx yeah. just like slowly shoves you forward. Yeah, and I'm like, over there! But because my arm was on backwards, it's, it's like <laughs> my finger just pokes Vic in the eye. <laughs> uh, Nyx quickly like pops your arms off and pops them back on. Thank you. Uh, uh, you're, you're welcome. Let's go steal those diamonds. Uh, meanwhile, Serpentos, you've watched this uh, from the shadows. Uh, no matter where Serpentos goes, shadows follow. Uh, and you've seen... <laughs> I mean, that's that, true uh, of most people. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> also one behind me Serpentos. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you come across the, uh, the body of, uh, of Shatterstar and um, continue kind of following the path. Do you... Do you I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but do you, do you like stop and mourn for a moment? Do you, do you say any any words over your henchwoman's body? Uh, does she still have her like super duper Gatling gun kind of kind of dealy? Um, yeah, yeah, she was wearing it slung kind of uh, across her hip, but it's pretty fucked up from the the fire. Like she couldn't use it anymore. But uh, hmm. I mean, so if you're looking looking for something work. to install, um, I would say you could probably salvage uh, like a couple of the the, the Gatling cannons um, to kind of strap onto your uh, not gun arm, my little pincer so arm or yeah. whatever. So I could have like a Gatling gun arm and, uh, and my and my arm that turns into a, a fork gun. Arm? So think uh, think more because you can't get all the like you can't get the entire barrel. Um, think of it more like a uh, like a basically a gun from Doom. So like three yeah. barrels, like a shotgun kind of sh- close range blast. Um, but unfortunately, okay. there just isn't enough of the Gatling gun left to make a proper proper Gatling gun arm. Hmm. So it's just a Gat gun. Yes, a, a Gat gun. All right. A Gat gun, if you will. So I could, so I could like, okay. So I, I start to kind of plop on Gat parts on sure. my on my pincer arm, and uh, it's like uh, uh, like poor Shatterstar. You will not be able to see the glory that is Serpentos Ultra Magnus's secret plan. But do not worry. Uh, wait, so are no <laughs> pause. Uh, are they? Are they're they, far enough away that far like, away. Oh, that we okay, can't all right. Yeah, 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 no, no, they're they're not like. <laughs> no, you're. Well, I thought it would be harder to find him, but he seems to be talking <laughs> right over there. This is a very classic. Like you're you're hiding in the woods. Uh, okay. at distance, and you can you can see them a ways away, but it, it's you know. Okay, the classic time. wood hide shotgun arm build. You right. know, <laughs> yeah, you know, tail tails all this time. Right. I, I didn't just want like, oh, there he is, stab in the head. End of story. Uh, okay, <laughs> no, so, I wouldn't do that to you yet. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Uh, okay, so then, uh, all right, back to what I was saying. It is a pity that you cannot see the secret plan of Serpentos Ultra Magnus, but alas. I need a sidekick for that is the thing that I enjoy having. And then I, uh, uh, my, my helmet, I kind of like, bloop, 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 and I uh, punch in some codes and I go, it is time for your reveal, explodo. And then the uh, Kano uh, meat suit full of bombs and the like little floating droids kind of comes up from the wreck and be like, I, I installed a <laughs> box on him. So the bomb survived the explosion. Oh, it's in the medical bay, right? So it's like encased. They it's were in the medical safe. bay. They were in the tannery. <laughs> the tannery <laughs> is just as as safe as a medical bay. It is like it's like the black box of a plane. It's like we got to protect the tannery. We got to protect the medical bay. 
So it's I'm in curing there. meats in there. I need those to survive. What about the box is the black box of the plane? Uh, okay, here's what we'll say. Uh, you were storing it in the fridge uh, because the meat was starting to smell bad. Uh, oh, so yeah. much like Indiana Jones in his greatest adventure, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, the the fridge survived. So the fridge yeah. door swings open, tossing asunder all the magnets that were on it. And um, floating out of the wreckage uh, comes uh, Explodo. Yeah, and he does um, like a marionette, like a creepy marionette kind of like walk, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, marionettes can yeah, walk, yeah. But like, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's just kind of off. And he has like a little voice box on him being like, like, hello, Agrippa, it is me, your friend. And it's, it's like, this was what it's Waka had installed. Yeah, it's like, I am your friend. I am your friend. Yeah, so I think that's kind of fun. We'll say he can only speak in phrases that presumably Waka would have installed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's like, he he floats over and he's like, um, hello, friend. I understand you have a great door. Perhaps you could open it for old Kane, your friend, what? Open the door. (laughs) Um, And then uh, it kind of like, uh, does that like creepy like its head like uh, these things are only going to move in like uh, Studio Ghibli Nightmare or like Del Toro ways so that the, the Kano mask just kind of like completely turns uh, on a 90 degree um, and uh, it says Agrippa shall we enter <laughs> all in due time the door of opportunity shall soon be open ha 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 good plans Excellent. I picked the right choice for a sidekick. Now, Explodo, uh, because you have those floaty marionette things. I do. I, good. Everything's going according to my secret <laughs> plan. I want you to float ahead above our intrepid adventurers and then drop on them, exploding them with your 300 grenade body. Ah, my prime function, explodoing. Excellent, explodo. Now go, explodo. Go, go and explode. In the name of Kano, a character we barely spoke to, you shall be avenged. Um, and then explodo just begins to float like Magneto style up into the sky. Excellent. I um, shall follow below at a safe distance so I don't incur <laughs> any damage. Uh, as you do so, you also keep your eyes out for potential new sidekicks because you're about right. to lose this one. Right. Um, okay, great. So um, uh, the party makes their way quickly um, kind of across the battlefield. Um, I think I'm going to need some rolls on this um, to find out kind of how you're doing this. Is the goal to like stealth your way through it, like the beginning of Metal Gear Solid 4? Or is it to um, do the Private Ryan like D-Day sprint where you just run like hell? Vic would be interested in stealth. I think we would start with stealth, and if it went bad, it becomes the Private Ryan sprint. Oh, so literally any situation in The Last of Us. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, great. So uh, go ahead and roll, please, um, if each of you could roll a stealth. So that's stealth plus agility. Uh, I don't have stealth, but I have skullduggery. Gotta be stealth, my dude. There's no no skullduggery to be had. This is uh, right. an active combat combat zone. So that will just be straight agility for you then, Ryan. Yep, I got two greens as my positive uh, What's the here. challenge, Tom? Uh, challenge rating is going to be uh, two. Um, no one is actively gunning for you guys. It's not like you had specific targets on you. And in fact, you do, you you could be mistaken for either pirates or two two cup syndicate members. So 
it's not impossible. It's more so just like either side could choose to start shooting at you. So uh, two purple you have. Um, I'm going to say uh, we're going to use one story point to justify the creation of Explodo uh, surviving <laughs> in the fridge. Uh, so you have two points available to you. And it's three of us rolling. Hmm. That is correct. <clears throat> I'm at uh, two agility. You're at two agility as well, Ryan? Yep. Guy, do you guy, know how much agility your, you, do you have? Do you have stealth, uh, guy? Yeah, let me check my stealth. Okay, it is two. My stealth is two. And okay. what's your agility guy? Okay. Uh, <laughs> two. Okay, Great. I think uh, we might want to use a story point each, eh, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so guy, that's two yellow for you and then two purple. Um, for Ryan and Tyler, that is one yellow, one green. Yeah. Um, yep. And two purple. Uh, I'm going to give you all um, one blue boost dice from Sterling running in a full Gronk suit, um, whispering advice on how to be stealthy to both of you, given that he's like a secret <laughs> agent and very good at this. So it's a lot of like, no, 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 get down. No, go left, go left. Lana! Uh, sorry, old habits. Uh, let's go. Sorry, right. I have I have two yellow and two purple. And one, and blue. one blue. And one blue. Okay. Whoa. Three of my five dice came up empty, so I have two successes. <laughs> I have one success, one advantage. Okay. Uh, I have... What is this? I'm getting two things. I'm getting two successes. Two All successes, right. right? This, this, this looks yeah. right. Yep. yep. You're good. Yep. Two happy sons. Um, okay, fantastic. So um, the three of you uh, managed to run at, at a pretty good pace through um, kind of uh, ducking and dodging. Um, and like the battle is getting more intense the closer you get to to the mansion grounds, um, like a an, like an airspeeder with like um, a couple of um, Weequay dudes who are like the, the guys, the like kind of spiky faces and braids just like firing um, like mounted cannons at uh, at kind of these, again, kind of ill-equipped stormtroopers. Um, one of these speeders gets hit uh, and you all kind of throw yourselves to the ground as it smashes into the uh, the gate, uh, conveniently blowing open a wide hole for you guys to, to sneak through. Um, Serpentos, um, from afar, uh, you're, you're observing this and uh, you can see Explodo's dilemma. Uh, it would seem that um, there's <clears throat> so much fire happening because uh, it's full on G.I. Joe. Everyone's just shooting at a 45 degree angle straight up um, that um, he's like constantly like firing his, his retro rockets. Uh, I'm thinking very much like um, uh, Baron Harkonnen from Dune, just like kind of like bumpering himself back and forth to try and avoid getting hit. Okay. Um, so he's got a he doesn't quite have a good drop on these dudes yet. That said, um, you can clearly see like where you, if you were a rich person, would hide uh, a second floor balcony. So Explodo may not be able to drop on them as they run across the field, but he might be able to drop in on them when they find two, two cups. So he's just going to keep tracking them for like the best opportunity to drop. Um, but given that he's made of bombs, um, he's being very sensitive to not get hit because that would suck. Right. Um, uh, I also have uh, in my helmet, uh, there's like a little uh, um, connection to his eyes so I can kind of right. like see where he is. Cool. So yeah, you can see... Um, you can see two two cups kind of moving 
in this upper balcony area um, that seems to lead to to kind of his his big sweeping office. So I think what I'd probably recommend is that Explodo kind of lurks near the window, and then when they rush in, just kind of like float in like deadly Mary Poppins. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I have him kind of go and he sits on the roof, just kind of like sure, just, just like a weird shitty float. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, all right, so he's just drifting there. Um, Serpentos, what are you looking for in a new hench person? Um, anyone that will uh, just listen to what I, I say and, and be impressed by my uh, many gun appendages. Gotcha. Okay, so um, you, uh, hmm. Even like a bird or something. Like I'm not picky. Like maybe what? What are those little uh, um, th- those those a porg? Bird? Are they called porgies? If they have porgies there or whatever, I'll like you're like I mean, on just porgs, sm- but I like porgies as a porgies. Thing. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's like smoggies. You have that little bird on your head. The whole okay. Time. Well, oh my we'll, god. We'll yeah. Say that um, uh, Tutu cups uh, as uh, super villains often do had a menagerie uh, on site, and the, the cages have been blown. So there's like a little porg like bouncing along. Um, and then you lock eyes with it, and it locks eyes with you, and then it just does a little porg salute uh, and uh, hops up on your shoulder, and he's like, ah! <laughs> Excellent. That's that's what I was about to say about my secret plan. Uh, now, w- come, porgster. We, ah! we shall hide safely in the forest and witness when Explodo explodes everybody and then pick up the pieces to my secret plan. <laughs> Excellent. So you make your way into the woods, um, still obviously keeping an eye on the situation through Explodo. Um, so uh, the team uh, makes it to the uh, the edge of Tutu Cups' mansion. Um, what's the plan? You're going to try and make it to the front door? You're going to go through a window? What's the uh What's the... I'm imagining, yeah, like, hey, friends, I'm thinking we just go through whatever seems the most likely to get us shot in if we got to jump in a window or climb into the basement or open a side door, thoughts? It's just like bullets flying, but he still talks in exactly the same <laughs> sort of like performative but quiet way. I think, think, there's any kind of ventil- <laughs> I think if there's any kind of ventilation system there, that'd be a good place to go in. You know, you don't see a lot of things in vents. Plus, it gives us the whole stealth advantage. All right, let's. Uh, everybody, look for vents. And it okay. doesn't feel like the best plan, but we don't have a lot of time, and we are getting shot at. Vents. So vents. Um, oh. Engage. Can you roll me, please, a uh, uh, mechanics check? Okay. Mechanics is this is where engage shines. Hmm. It is oh yeah, it's plus three. Okay, so you've got three there, and then um, what is your intellect? Uh, intelligence. Yes, intellect. Oh, four. All right, so you've got three yellow, one green. Uh, this is a four purple difficulty challenge. I'm going to spend a story point to make one of them a red. So that is uh, three purple, one red. And yeah, three yellow. I was going to say, is there any boost from the rest of us looking? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And one, one blue. Okay, so I have one green, three yellow, three purple, one red, and one blue. That is correct. Okay, well, let me let me use these beautiful amber eyes to scan. <laughs> and, oh, oh, I found it! <laughs> uh, I have two successes, one triumph, one despair. 
What the fuck? <laughs> um, okay, so the despair actually and the triumph cancel each other out. So good news, you're fine. Um, <laughs> you you see the vent and it, uh, you know, there's something about <coughs> how uh, vaguely kind of bent and and non-functional it is that just really reminds you of of your your lost son Waka Waka. Um, who uh, who was was himself a a broken vent? Um, yeah, he was very hollow inside. Yeah, but but also you know real cool. Uh, so you um, using kind of like uh, using your scanning, uh, you do that classic like in any heist movie where they like spin around a three D image of a of a place and are like. Um, so you get uh, the full mapping of the um, uh, the vent system, and uh, yeah, uh, sure enough, you're able to find it. So, um, with the help of uh, Sterling using his Gronk body and Gungan Ramsey, um, who although this isn't his specialty, is tremendously good at yelling orders at people, uh, you create like a little tiny human pyramid um, uh, to climb up to uh, to the vent. Um, but it looks like only three of you will be able to go in. Uh, the rest of the party will have to meet you wherever you end up. Am I picking who goes in, or uh, are I we just for you? The, it's the yeah. player. Yeah, the implication is that <laughs> the player characters will will go in. Yeah, <laughs> the, the NPCs go in. We just bum smokes outside. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait outside. Tell him to come get us before we leave. Yeah. So I I will uh I'll help the other two in first, and then I'll turn to Nix, uh, and I'll and I'll kiss him, and I'll just say, "Stay alive, no matter what happens. You and I are going to get through this, and we're going to come out stronger." I love you. And he says, I love you, I know. Ah, shit, I fucked this up. Sorry, I, I thought, I, I, okay, I thought you were going to say something else. But yeah, um, he he um, just like puts a hand on your sh- your shoulder and another one on the side of your face. And he's like, go get that Gungan. Um, and then um, the, uh, the three of them sort of book it around the side of the building while the three of you climb into the vents. Uh, meanwhile, or all the while, rather, being watched by the disembodied flesh suit full of bombs that is Explodo. This episode of Dumb Scum and Villainy features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Adam McNamara at Adam McNamara 13 on Twitter, Guy Bradford at Guy Bradford on Twitter, and our fantastic game master, Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's MRKR. Our theme song is In Orbit by Chronox, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now get out of my shop. I'm a toy area. Your Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, 
Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.